0: Hi, Somatic. Welcome back to part two with Jim Lichtenstein. Jim, did I say it right?
1: <laughs> you did. Look <laughs> at you. Oh my gosh. Ten time's a charm.
0: <laughs> I just want to remind everyone, we have the amazing Jim Lichtenstein on the show. He's an executive producer of... One of the top shows on CBS, I'm just going to say. He is an executive producer, writer, showrunner of the Henry Ford's Innovation Nation with Mo Rocca. Is that correct? <laughs> Mo Rocca. Mo Rocca. Oh, because it's a, it spells it with an O, and I needed it to be spelled with an A for my dyslexia. So Rocca on CBS. And did I mention Invention with Ali Ward on The CW? So welcome back, Jim
1: thanks thanks for having me back (laughs) seems like just 10 minutes ago we were talking
0: yeah so um we were kind of going back to your childhood growing up and and you were telling us how you got your lucky start because you bought a car from this guy that was a car dealer who happened to be you said a police officer who also um he he does back do they still have carriers but they needed carriers for the um the news
1: he ran the courier courier yeah, they still. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, you know, for th- when I was a, a courier for news, it was running. You know, riding, driving out to pick up film and tape and reporters and getting them back to the studio to be on the set and get film developed. Back there was film like back in the day when I started doing this, which was a while ago. <laughs> and um, and so yeah, it was your job to like get people places quickly. And still, I'm sure that they still have them, um, but at the time, they were at the time they were all off-duty police officers, because the guy that ran it, his name was Bob Cussman, Um, and he um, he hired all his friends, who were mostly like detectives and stuff. But and I was, the only, I was 18, you know, and so it was it was funny because the people that I at this TV station. They thought I just looked young. They thought it was like a 21 Jump Street thing. They thought I was just like an undercover like detective that just looked like a kid. There was one time where I was taking somebody, um, a reporter out to a, there was like a ride at a school in Chicago. And we were driving out there and as we were pulling up, he was like, do you have your piece? I was like, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 18. Like, <"Hey>, <laughs> um, <laughs> a
0: piece as in a, as in a gun when you're saying as
1: oh,
0: as a gun. Yeah. oh my god oh because yeah. you said a riot um for some reason like i hope i remember it. so there was a riot at a school and because the guy that you bought the car uh, um the car from was a cop mm-hmm. who, uh, who runs a cour- courier service so he used most of his cop friends which makes sense you use your friends and family first mm-hmm. And yep. so you're this, and you bought the car from him. And, and is it, did you say he gave you a good deal? And then you said, if there's ever anything you needed, so is that how it kind of remembered you when his yeah, guy got sick?
1: Yeah, he, he was a guy that lived in my neighborhood in Chicago and he, my parents knew him, he lived in our, yeah. And he, um, he was able to give me a good deal. And I said, if you ever needed anything, you know, let me know. And a week later he called me and said, oh, you know, somebody called in sick for a show that he does on Saturday nights. It was a college football, an ABC sports college football show. Um, and would I help him out? And so I was like, sure, I'll help you out. And then the next gate, the next week, the guy quit who normally did it. And he's like, if you want to do this. Um, and so I was like, sure. And so that it kind of grew from there. And then I ended up working in the newsroom and then, and then becoming an assignment editor who was the guy who like, sends all the camera crews out and reporters out and, and like chases after the news. Um, I and listens to the police,
0: uh, the police, um, radar, right? So that's the so police, funny.
1: the police scanners were all over my desk. Um, I'm probably a little hard of hearing now because of like loud police scanners, like for oh, so right. many years. And so it, when I was at the ABC station in Chicago, WLS for 18 years,
0: and that's the same um, one when I left it, Oprah's was at right? Said, well, okay. yeah,
1: Oprah. With Oprah, that's where she started. Um, uh, she was on a show called AM Chicago, and um, and that became eventually became the Oprah Winfrey Show. And she bought the show and and opened her own studio on the west side of Chicago, which was amazing. And it was amazing for Chicago because the area that she opened her studio was not a good area, and it became Oprahfied. You know, there's gentrified, but there this became Oprahfied. Um, because all these people were coming there, they needed restaurants and they needed like nice, air, nice places, and and so she, Oprah really, you know, did a, did great things for Chicago and for the neighborhood that her that Harpo Studios was in. Gotcha. But yeah, so yeah. Oh wait, wait. Like, I didn't work I, directly I just, with Oprah.
0: Yeah. Oh, you oh, you didn't work directly, but I just want to mention a little fact because I think it's so interesting, Jim, and I just want to share this. Sorry for if oh So you bought a car you bought a car and this car gave you your job and this car that was an invention a car that was invented by henry ford this very car 18 years old that's invented by henry ford and you are now doing invention nation at the henry ford theater who invented the, the ford car isn't that incredible
1: well car it is it is henry ford actually did not invent the car henry ford um kind of perfected the car oh, he perfected. invented the um the like the assembly line that okay. tra- that created that that made cars like cheap and okay. the, you know the model T that that everybody was able to do but he didn't invent the oh, yeah, very on yeah. but the assembly
0: um, line but yeah
1: i mean it was like there's the whole car thing
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and the assembly line of like the couriers to go out and deliver the that the car was used to go back and forth and which led you to your to your mm-hmm. path to success. I just think that's really yeah. cool. All because of a car. Well well, well I, I should say of- more because of the invention of the car. Um, which because that's what's at the Henry sure. Ford Theater, right? Invent the car. Invention. That's where that's because, where it stems from. Yes, yes. yes. So yes. that's why I was trying yeah. to put it all together, but you're somewhere fabulous. And that's why you're um uh, you know, how many awards do you have by right now? Let's like let's let's go over a few. For those of you listening to part two, maybe not then. have heard part you one see, yet.
1: Wait, hang on. Can you see there's, 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 those are the three Emmys.
0: Oh, I get to see um, him. Everybody. I wish you guys can see him, but he's going to give me a picture to put on the podcast. Two pictures. I see three Emmys cool. there. They're so pretty. They're like, are they like angels with wings?
1: Um, that's exactly what they are kind of ah. yes
0: oh that's how I, what i see yeah. you know that's my, my that's how i look at things i go they look really pretty oh my gosh and like is that a picture that's like with these uh, is that like a mirror or with a gold in, in, in the gold and 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 oh that's
1: oh that's a television that's a, but oh. there's a te- you can like put stuff in it too, like for ambiance oh
0: yeah. i thought
1: i i wanted to add a little ambiance to our chat so there you go
0: <laughs> i love it. you I thought it was a some kind of like moving picture. Is like okay, and then so I just want to like um you know welcome back everyone. Thank you for listening, making us a top hit podcast. We're hitting number one in countries. If you take a second to give us um you know hit the five stars, download the podcast, give us a nice review. We always appreciate that. So Jim has is a three time daytime Emmy award winning producer and writer for his work on Innovation Nation, and this has led the show to seventeen daytime Emmy nominations since the series premiered in 2014 and you said there's over how many episodes now did you say 200 did you say, just tell us
1: um this past this past weekend we passed our 200th episode
0: wow yeah. like yeah. wow and um and you did this uh you you did a spin-off series did i mention invention which runs for two seasons and they're this yes. is also syndicated around the globe And so you've been a professional, uh, a broadcast professional for 30 years and working prime time, uh, morning news, syndicated cable. And um, so Innovation Nation is also, um, you came from NBC's Today Show, which you worked on for 10 years because for the people that like are just coming to part two, didn't listen to part one yet, we kind of just recap a little bit about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I spent 10 years at Today Show, which was uh, amazing. Um, it's what, you know, it's one of the most historic shows on television and, um, and just, you know, the wonderful people there, the integrity, um, of, of NBC news and the today show. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was, I had some very strange experiences. Yeah. I was, um, for three, three years of my three years of my life on when I was at the today show i was um in i spent a lot of time in orlando because i was i don't know if you remember the casey anthony trial the casey oh, anthony case yes i was the casey anthony guy oh, um, you, wow and, and 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 the day after she was arrested the show called me and i was living in chicago at the time and they were like there's this weird story in orlando it's, it's this girl and her daughter's been missing." And she didn't tell anybody and now she's under arrest and they're like we can't reach her family Can you just go down there and like see if the family will talk? And so I was the first national media to come down there and And I became very close with the family, you know the parents um, You know, I still talk to Casey's mom probably once or twice a year Um, and and so um, Yeah, so I spent my Marriott account says that in the three years Leading up to the trial in 2011, so that it happened in 2008 is when she was first arrested, and the trial was in 2011. My Marriott account says I was there for 600 nights. Um,
0: oh my goodness!
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, and then the trial, you know, became very historic in terms of crazy trials, mm. and. Um,
0: Speaking yeah. of, we're recording so, yeah, so... Re- we're recording now with like I think it's gonna be a historic trial. Like where they're already saying they might have like a depth law because uh mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, it's it's amazing. Are do you are, are you allowed to say anything or no? I don't think anyone's allowed to say anything anymore, which are, are, are we allowed to say anything anymore? Like how do you how do you like as a news reporter, like um do you view that the news has changed or the freedom of expression or any anything like that do you see or
1: You know, there's just, there's so much, um, misinformation that's out there, you know, and a lot of people, you know, scream about like mainstream media, but it's really the mainstream media that actually goes by journalistic standards, you know, where, um, where you tell the truth and you don't make stuff up and you have like legitimate sources and you don't do things just for ratings, you know, um, and that has changed. That has changed quite a bit, um, yeah, it's,
0: and the whole Twitter buyout. Um, yeah, it's like a lot of things. We're we're living in these times. Like like talk about inventions mm-hmm. or is do you see social media as an invention or it's changing things? Um,
1: oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, social media has changed everything. Um, you know, like billions of people. You know, they a part of their day revolves around. Like doing something on social media, reading social media, you know, getting their news from getting their news from social media, um, and watching, you know, cats dance, you know, things like that <laughs> that we that that you know weren't really a thing before. And it has, obviously, it is it has been very helpful in many ways, and obviously, it's been hurtful in many ways. I mean, you know, kids nowadays, you know, they get bullied because of social media, and oh. you know, it 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 um you know like anything it's a double-edged sword Mm -hmm. um it has it has good and it has things that are not so good and that doesn't mean it's the fault of a twitter or a facebook it's the fault of the people you know that that take advantage of it and 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 be um become evil and use this as a tool use it as a tool of evil because that's certainly not what it was meant for but um you know with freedom of speech you have to you know Know, allow a lot of stuff that um that you know can be a problem some
0: yeah well let's move on to something fun so you live so after after um the today show right um then then yes. um you you were traveling around the world right like you you how many you were just like going around the globe so
1: i was mostly in the united states okay um i was mostly in the u.s but i would you know i would every day. the way it works with with like the today show with morning shows is you know i would like fly in to like produce a live shot um you know wherever um whether it's like you know a good news story or bad news story usually if usually if i was knocking on your door you were not having the best day um and and you know and it's it's you know you have to remember um That the people that you're talking to are going often going through the worst, absolute worst time in their lives. Oh man. And one thing, when I was, when I was with the Today Show, um, and there would, you know, something horrible that happened to somebody or their family, and and I would talk to the people and I would say, I would say, you know what? You don't you don't ever have to talk to us. You don't have to talk to us. You know, this, especially if people didn't know who they were if something could be twisted that they did something bad or or there could be you know um you know blowback from social media you know and i said i would say you know it's like if you if you if you go on tv you know tomorrow everyone will know who you are and and google is forever so if this is if this is something that's going to hurt you don't do it if it's something that you you want to do then i would love for you to come on the today show and do it but think about it because that because it, it it will change your life. And it and it may not always be for the best, depending on what the story is. Um and and unfortunately not every morning show or news you know operation operates like that. Um and um but I was you know I was very fortunate and and the, our show is very fortunate that um that people would come to us because of the the quality of the today show yes, and uh, knowing that you know whether they were talking to you know katie Couric or meredith vieira or savannah guthrie who i love back in the day matt lauer we won't talk about him um um you know it it's it's a, a show that had incredible integrity um which is not you know universal with every t- with every television
0: show so there uh, they was so lucky to have That's you awesome. they were so lucky to have you and now i I just I love your show um and now you're on invention nation and um so when they like going from news to invention nation we, like did when they offered that to you did you already see the concept because you you were we um, in the part one you were you were actually talking to the producers of your like a vision and a way that you saw it which Like you got, you got the show instantly. I can see you had the vision. And so you kind of had to, is it like you talked to them about like your vision to like, it was different from what they were doing. Is that kind of like the way you say it? it, I was,
1: I was very fortunate. I was in a unique situation. Yeah. I was in a unique situation that when I was hired to run this show, that the show had not necessarily been fully thought out or how it would be presented was not fully thought out so they you know they said they told me at the time it's like we ha- we have hired mo Rocca and it's about inventions and we can hire you know this many producers and this many correspondents and they they basically said here you know go make a tv show so they let they really left it up to me as to how to format the show in the museum again the show is sponsored by the henry ford museum in detroit and and wonderful people there what i mean an amazing an amazing educational you know institution um but when i first went there they were like we don't know anything about television They're like, we know a lot about museums we don't know anything about television so you do your thing and so which was also very fortunate for me because i did not have people questioning me or breathing down my neck saying what about this what if we did it this way what if we did it that way that didn't exist so i was just able to do it exactly the way i wanted to do it um and in episode one i told the story that like right after um i was hired uh just before i you know a week before i was going to be shooting with mo rocca for the first time um i had written the entire first episode and then i had um, gotten the CEO and the COO of the, of the, um, syndicator syndication company on the phone. And I said, I want you to read through this, uh, because I don't want there to be any surprises. And they, they, after like 10 minutes of them going, "Oh no, this isn't how we do it. Cause I write, I write it kind of weird. And, and they were like, Oh, gee, we, we, this isn't really what we do on daytime television and Saturday mornings. And then after 10 minutes of that, I said, if you let me write it like this, I will win you Emmys. And it's worked out nicely for them (laughs) and for all of us.
0: Yeah. And can you, can you tell us your count, your count today? You have how many Telly, Telly, Telly telly Awards?
1: uh, We have 27 Telly Awards. We have three, we have three daytime Emmys. We have 17 total Emmy nominations. And also I mean it's one thing in terms of the Emmys, so we have a ours is a very small show. When we started, there was literally four of us uh, on the production side of it. There was I had two producers, an associate producer and myself. I um, mean we have a wonderful editor, um, Andy Hall um, um, who has edited every single episode. Um, and my producers from the beginning, Stephanie Hamengo, who I stole from NBC News, um, John Murphy, um and a woman who has become like my right arm her name is molly perkins um she we first hired her as a production assistant and she was um uh, she's i call her the pride of tupelo mississippi and everybody every office should have a woman in there in there with a southern accent it just should be a requirement because it just makes everything better you know when you hear you know, a couple of y'alls every day. I know? say
0: y'all. I, when I first came to L.A., they yep. were like, y'all? And I go, well, do I say you yep. guys? Like, you guys is hard for me. Like, you guys have two words. Y'all is just simple, y'all, because my dad's from Louisiana. Exactly. My mom's from exactly. Italy. So, And uh, you're going to get, like, a strange southern accent. <laughs> yeah. Did I make and, grits? You know, and
1: so it, I've been very fortunate. What's that?
0: Did anyone make grits? Uh, did you eat grits yet?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I've not. No, no. She, I don't think Molly's ever cooked for me.
0: Oh you well, got to
1: write some <laughs> um, but I have great people, you know, um, Stephanie, John, um Murphy that I just mentioned. Molly, I have um, um Carly Placek, who's another one of my producers, you know, Robin Green who I also stole from um um a news station in Chicago when um when she moved out here. Um, Norma Rubio is another person that that Another woman who um, worked for me as a producer and I stole her from NBC um, and then Apple stole her from me oh, um, no. like a year ago. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> she went to she left me to go work for some fruit company.
0: Uh, well, um, well, well, Apple is, is helping us have podcast. Well, we have podcasts on Apple and we well we're smashing in the rankings at least i'm smashing in the rankings even though i maybe i have a funder to help me like um get the money to even submit for a podcast award but i haven't done that yet because (laughs) yeah so so um so you have all you will you will thank you and what about your writers do you write everything or you have a couple writers that help you write the shows as well
1: well all my producers write their the segments that they shoot so when if i have a producer that goes out you know travels to go you know shoot this um like the Ring Doorbell guy whatever they shoot it they write it um and then the the correspondent will then record it um the stuff that i write is i write virtually everything that mo rocca says um you know it's like coming up you know blah 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 blah, 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 blah. and and then his like his the stand-ups that he does to introduce the different stories and um but yeah my producers will also write you know portions of the show um there's like 20 written elements in every show and i think i write 15 of them um but the but but my writers my my producers you know write a significant portion of you know minute wise of the show and they're all fabulous and you know everyone that started with me eight years ago they're still with me we've added but um, the original people are all still there. That's um, outstanding.
0: That means that yeah, you're right. a good boss. Yeah. Are we allowed to say boss or showrunner? Or like, what's the title? Like, you're a good boss, right? You're good. To, you're great to work for. Great producer to work for.
1: <laughs> Whatever you want to call me. Like Whatever you want to call
0: me. Yeah. Is there, um, is there um, a favorite show that you, I mean, I know you, that we did The Ring and The Life Bag. Um, And is there a favorite show that just, do you have any funny stories you want to share with us?
1: Um, let's see.
0: There's got to be some good ones.
1: And, you know, it's, it, it. it is, I don't know if I could say them here.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, it's a lot of fun working with Mo Rocca. Um, you know, Mo used to be on the Daily Show with Jon Stewart and he's on, he's a correspondent on CBS Sunday morning and he's got a great sense of humor. So there's a lot of stuff that we can't put on TV on Saturday morning. Okay. You know? <laughs> um there was what there was at one point we actually it was in this in the first season um, we were at the henry ford and we were shooting you um, know one of the homes that they have there was like the the hj heinz house which is the guy that started heinz um that's like the home that heinz he ketchup. lived in where he started heinz, heinz ketchup. ketchup yes okay. and so uh, mo is doing a thing with like people like visitors at the museum and there was like um like just the jars you know, because like the Heinz ketchup bottle, you know that that's the Heinz ketchup bottle and like the mustard jar looks, you know, has a specific shape. And so he was asking people and there was a guy that was there with his family and um, and Mo said, you know, so do you like condiments? And the guy says, yeah, I love condiments. And Mo said, well, why do you have so many kids?
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. it. <laughs> Think about bada it. Bada bing, bada
1: Think boom. about it. Uh-huh. Um,
0: I just get in trouble for yeah. putting so many but, condiments yeah. in my food. Uh, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, Heinz A1A steak sauce. I mean, I Heinz is like, we love you, Marilyn. You use my dad goes, You're drowning yeah. your food in sauce. I go, Yeah, that's the only reason I'm eating a hamburger or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I am their I am yeah, their market.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. I mean, you know, in the in the the people at the museum um, are just amazing. And, you know, if, if you have never gone to the Henry Ford Museum, if you have, especially if you have kids, you know, take a road trip and go there. Um, and they've been so supportive, um, um, you know, throughout the years and they continue to be, you know, um, and, and the show could go on for a long time. Who knows whether I'll make it, that far I don't know but
0: I think uh, so. we got a lot of more inventions coming up do you have specials with kids at all kids inventors
1: no I mean no um, you know when you make a television show you're making it really for the kids moms you know the de- demographic that you're looking for are the kids moms you make so I make this very incredibly kid-friendly there are little, little kids that like, they cut like kindergarten to come watch us shoot. Um, There's, there's some kid there's literally, I mean, at the museum, there are kids that, you know, starting at like three and four years old that their parents bring them to watch us shoot. And there's, and there's one, um, there's one kid, Billy, who I think is like 12 now. And, and he started coming when he was like four years old. And we have video of him and Mo and him and Allie Ward and like talking and he's just like loves the show and And so it's in and I don't know what it is that you know, that makes it so Like such a wide age or age range wants to see it um, But it's like very kid-friendly But also like people in their 90s come up to us and they're like this is not a kid show This is this is for us. <laughs> this is for everybody and yeah. um, so it, we've been very fortunate. We've been very fortunate, and um, and you know, and I think everybody at Lytton Entertainment, which is now Hearst Hearst Media Production Group, um, a you know great new co- great company that is now running our our um, running our show, um, and CBS CBS from the get-go have loved the show. Um, you know, at CBS um, Angelica McDaniel's, who was the head of um, daytime at CBS. Now she works for Hearst. Um, and, um, and, you know, she's the one that green lit the show many years ago. And uh, Ray Palantonio, who's the executive in charge of Saturday mornings, amongst other things, they've just been such great supporters of, um, of the show throughout the years.
0: Yeah, and congratulations! And you're on your ninth season. Can you let us know, like our audience that's listening, the ninth season you said is going to come out when? When's the new stuff coming out?
1: Well, the air right right now. We're still in our eighth season right now, mm-hmm. but and we're and we're we're finishing up shooting our ninth season. The ninth season will begin to air, I think, October first of this year. Oh. Um But but we still have a lot of you know a lot of brand new episodes coming up. Um this year you know before before season nine throughout the summer yeah
0: and so i'm sure everyone's going to be running to listen to the henry ford's innovation nation with uh, mo raka on cbs and did i mention invention with ali ward on the cw jim we just wanted to say it's been fabulous having you on the show you're incredible and you're so delightful and i wish you many many more seasons and uh, it's just been wonderful having you on the show Thank today you.
1: <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for doing this. You're
0: welcome. It's been fun. Uh, Our our audience is going to love this. It's such a treat. So make sure everyone listen to part one and two. And thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Until next week, Phil Maddox says hello. (laughs) And thank you for listening.